Welcome to the Mainly Things Podcast. This is Andrew. And Justin. And Sean. That is right. We have Sean. You go by Frosty, right? Yeah. Your last name's Frost? Yeah. Yeah, see. That's, Easy. That's how you Easy. got the nickname right there. Yep, that's it. Man, we're off to a good start. <laughs> that was a great start. <laughs> that was a great start right there. Well, I love the awkward pause. We've actually not recorded a podcast in quite some time, really. Yeah, it's probably uh, been four weeks, a, a month, month. It's a, been month a month since we actually recorded one. Wow. The last one we uploaded that I botched the sound quality on, but Sean and Clint did a great job. Sound like we were in a cave. <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of were. Far away. We were in a cave. We were in the cave. We were in the dungeon. We were in the we were in the Savage Strength dungeon. Oh yeah, that's the start. Getting you know, it where done. is the Savage Strength dungeon? Edison, Ohio, right now. Okay. Yeah. Sounds fun. Worked out in the gym. Oh, wait, yeah. what? Yeah, that's right. We recorded that's right. in the that's gym. Right. That's yeah. right. We recorded in the gym, so it was fun. So yeah, it's been four weeks, so we gotta get back on this and uh, a little rusty, but lots happened in four yeah. weeks. All five of our listeners, they'll put up with it. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots happened in four weeks, though. A lot has happened. Yeah, you have gotten a lot less sleep. Yes. Well, I mean, I think the last time we did this. Um, we said, hey, the, the twins should be coming home soon. And it was actually the next day after we recorded that they came home. And that first night, I kid you not, was 20 minutes of sleep. Uh. Uh, they're a lot better now. Um, obviously, there's two of them. So there's a lot of work. And both of us are waking up for all the feedings and all the diaper changes. But they're they're doing better. So Good. So, yeah. I do have a funny story, though. Let's hear it. So, Sam... Um, so she's pumping right now to feed the babies. And so she started that when they were in the NICU. And so Judah was always at first was asking questions. So Sam had to like <laughs> tell him like, okay, when you have babies, you, you make milk and that's how we <laughs> feed the babies. Well, the other day Sam was like, Andrew, go into the living room. And I walk in there and Judah has his shirt up with her cups on his <laughs> chest. And I was like, Judah, what are you doing? And he goes, I pumping daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, he's learning all about, you know, I was like, you know what, whatever. That <laughs> reminds me of uh, the movie, I think it was Meet the Parents. <laughs> and when he's like, yes. uh, you can milk anything with a tit. He's like, <laughs> oh really? Can you milk me? So I have nipples, Greg. <laughs> can yeah. you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Is he milk the cat? Yeah, he's, he's trying like... to milk the cat. <laughs> oh, that's that, that was a great movie. That was a great movie. So what's happened with you in the last four weeks, Justin? Um, Just normal life, normal living. Uh, Thanksgiving over this past weekend, this past week. Uh, so that was fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving. Spent some good. time with family. Boys had a blast. Doing Did you travel? Things. Uh, we went down south uh, to my in-laws on Friday. Nice. And so my father-in-law left a couple... Uh, Passes of corn up so the boys could ride in the combine and and harvest some corn. Oh, so cool. they were pretty excited about that. But it was good. That is really cool. Frosty, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Just hung out with family and ate way too much food. Yeah. yeah. Where, did you travel or is your family in town? No, all in town. Mount Gilead. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Mine's yeah. nowhere close. So with the twins, we generally go down to my family's uh, down in Kentucky. But since they're so young, we're like, we're not traveling. So Sam's dad and stepmom who live on that island outside of Seattle, yeah. drove. Oh, wow. In a uh, Volkswagen Eurovan. That's some commitment. Here. Wow. And, oh, by the way, I don't know if you've heard, but they also uh, took Hank. They're fostering our dog yeah. for a year. So he's right now on a trip back across the United States. So we have a lab puppy. 
Uh, he's not a year old yet, but with the twins, we were like, oh, I don't know. And they have all this land. And so like, oh, we'll take them for a year. I'm like, that sounds good. So Hank yeah. the tank. Nice. Hank is on his way to Washington <laughs> State right now. That's awesome. But uh, this week, actually, um, is gun season here in Ohio. Um, started this week. So uh, driving to work, seeing a bunch of orange, a bunch of trucks on the <laughs> side of the road, orange in the woods, and... And deer in the field on the other side of the road. <laughs> That's usually what I'm seeing. But uh, I've seen lots of cool pictures on Facebook and Instagram of guys who've shot some pretty cool deer this week. Yes. So that's always fun to look at. I Yeah. Obviously, I'm not hunting this year. There's no time to hunt. But I still haven't gotten a deer. So hopefully next year is the year to get out and get the deer. Yeah. So, yeah. Frosty, are you going to hunt? I'm gonna try to get out. Okay. I want to. It's been a while, but have I want you gotten to. a deer? Yes. Okay. I yeah, have. he's shot quite a few deer, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've got quite a few. So I'm the only uncool we, uh, one here. <laughs> Frosty and I actually went hunting together one time, and uh, I almost fell in the river. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I think I busted his eardrum. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> and then I didn't completely kill the deer. And then I had a muzzleloader. Frosty had a shotgun. So at like five yards, I blasted it. Finish it off. (laughs) Oh, man. That was not very humane. I feel bad about that. And Frosty still has a hard time hearing out of that ear. Huh? Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, I was actually, I started laughing the other day, Frosty. I was in the backyard, and I don't know why this came across i guess i was thinking like oh maybe we'll have sean on the next podcast and then i was thinking oh stories to tell like we always tell sean sean's story and it's usually a poop story but (laughs) poops or butts you know poops butts or stairs we've not told any stairs well maybe we'll save some stairs stories there's poop on the stairs last time yeah there was stairs stairs. (laughs) yeah you're right but um that sounds interesting but what i was thinking of was we were going to your house. Your dad picked us up from a practice. Oh, man. I don't remember if it was football practice or... He picked us up. It was baseball open gym. Was that what it yeah. was? Baseball open gym. Just started in the winter. Yeah. Okay, so we are <laughs> driving down this county road, getting ready to go out of town, going the back way to his house. And there's like, you know, lots of houses at the beginning, and then there's a slow children at play sign. And uh, we, I forget you, or I think you were like, wouldn't it just be awful? Like, if just a kid just ran out, and like, no sooner did Sean say that, boom, here comes this deer, and his dad just smacks the van, smacks this van. (laughs) Your dad was so mad. He was fuming. He was fuming. He was mad because he hit the deer, but it had to make him even more mad because of what just came out of your mouth. (laughs) Not even two seconds before. This is all your fault. I curse it. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen someone pick up a whole deer and just (laughs) chuck it into the ditch so far. He just one. I feel like it was like one hand, like... Like grab behind the, the neck, just like just picked up the deer with one hand and like threw it in the ditch. Pure anger. I mean, he was so <laughs> mad. And then the whole rest of the way home, Sean and I are like back there. Like part of us are like scared out of our minds because <laughs> his dad's so angry. And then the other part is like we're trying to like 
not let him hear us laugh because we just he had just said that and then he just smacked this tear. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> Oh man. Oh, I always I, I always love the situations when it's like something's funny, but it's like someone's yeah. so mad that you're just like, I can't laugh right now, but I just want to die. Oh, it makes it it makes right it funnier. Now. Like yeah. it, it's even harder <laughs> to not laugh. I know. Oh man, that was awful. The your parents insurance co- company even called me that night. Called my house. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. Asked if I was okay. Yeah. <laughs> asked <laughs> if you were funny. okay. Yeah, I, I guess so. That's I mean, funny. It, it, it did some damage to the van. Yeah. Uh, good times. Good, good times. times. <laughs> I've only hit a deer once in a similar situation, just driving up this road. It was raining and, like, literally, like, it was like a cliff on one side and woods on the other. And literally, the deer just came running up off the cliff and, like, hit the side of my car. Like, I had no idea what happened. I was just driving all of a sudden, boom. And, like, I just look in my side mirror. I just see, like, a deer just, like, tumbling down. <laughs> was there a slow children at play sign? There wasn't. There wasn't. No. Oh, I, I thought say, maybe in Kentucky. Right? That would have made it better. <laughs> now, I do remember I do remember when I first moved back to Kentucky, uh, my truck, it was a, a 96 Ford Ranger. It was lifted and five-speed. And I remember me and my buddy, we were driving. And this deer, like, walks in front of my truck. I slow down, stop, and it goes into this field. And I keep driving. My buddy's like, dude. Your truck's lifted enough. Like if you hit that thing, it's not gonna hurt your truck. And I was like, "You're right." <laughs> so I remember just turning around, trying to find this deer to try to hit it with my truck. And I always like think to myself, like, "That was stupid." That was stupid. And no, it's not. And that high makes enough. me think, like, obviously, like teenage boys are just idiots. Because I'm like, "Yeah, so 100%. stupid, so stupid." Like I wouldn't even think about doing. Very that. fitting that you chose a profession. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, you're hanging out with teenage boys. All if you time. think something is a good idea, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Fortunately, I've not. Uh, I've nicked deer, nicked them to where it's not really done any damage to the vehicle, but just yeah. a few hairs. Just a few hairs. Yeah, maybe a little dent, but nothing. T- nothing worth writing home about. But anyway, so tonight. On the Manly Things topic. On the Manly Things topic, mm. because we do have Mr. Manly himself, Sean, Sean Frost, in the building. Sean Frost, Frosty. We are going to talk, continue, kind of a part two to our lifting series slash make Justin great again. There we go. <laughs> series. <laughs> and... um. I'm what this is week five of the program that you've created for me. Yep. Or that you've given me. I don't know that you created it for me, but you probably essentially, already had yeah, it, yeah, tiered for me. Yeah. Tiered. So, um, but uh, just I'll give my little quick update. Yeah, give this. I've not been stepping on the scale because honestly, I don't really care about weight. I mean, I know I will lose weight, um, as long as I don't eat super crappy. And um, but it's just about getting back into the swing of things. And man, I feel a hundred times better than I did five weeks ago. Um, I feel stronger. I feel more alert. Um, so my work days are better. Um, my lifts are are better. I've added a t- not a ton of weight. It's a lot of weight from where I began. I'm still not doing anything crazy. Um, but you're definitely, moving weight though. I've seen the numbers for like for someone that's been out of it for a little bit. Like you're moving weight. Definitely feeling feeling better. Like I can feel it coming back to me a whole lot faster and better than than I thought I would. And getting a little bit of uh, in shape with some of those workouts. Yeah. Uh, some of this stuff that we'll talk about more tonight. But uh, 
I really appreciate it. Uh, you got me on a, uh, and you're using an app. Yeah, it's called uh, Bridge Athletic. So it's a, uh, it's got its own app. I can put all my pro my programs in it, and then I can send it to my clients. And this is the Bridge Tracker, and that's how I deliver my cl- my programs to you. Yeah, super that's nice. Awesome. It's super easy. I mean, a lot of the exercises there's videos with. Um, and then, of course, if there's something that there's not a video, I just shoot you a text. You tell me how to do it. Or before, you've sent me videos of how to do things. Before mm-hmm. I know when I messed, uh, pulled my hammy real bad, you sent me some videos of what to do to massage that out and, and get that going. But, uh, yeah, so it's been it's been fun. I, li- I like the app. I'll continue to get better with it the more I fool with it. But it's pretty simple, pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I like it. Plug and play. And I'm here to ask a lot of questions. Good, as you speak. And then you'll be on the next. You'll be on the next ride. Too. Hey, I will, man. Yeah. I was gonna say, just set me up, dude. Yeah. Although I don't have a gym membership or anything, but yet, not yet. There you go. Yet. All right. Yeah. Just put bridge. You, just put yet. On bridge the tracker. Yeah. Bridge tracker. <laughs> Give me the uh, at-home workout. Yeah, I, I can do that, too. I, uh, Seth Goodwin from the Montana Man, the Montana yeah. Minute Man. Montana Minute he's, Man. He's starting up his program, so Is he? he's getting nice. ready for uh, – there's a big M in Missoula out there. They put it on the mountain, and okay. they, they're going to run up and down this thing. I don't know. Seth said it was 12 hours, so I'm getting him prepped for that. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Which kind of goes to, like, your philosophy of – Two weeks out from being able to yeah. do anything. Yeah. So two weeks out. That like kind of goes into our topic of concurrent training. Yeah. Concurrent yeah. training. That's what oh, Justin. I asked Justin earlier. I was like, "So what are we talking about tonight?" <laughs> he said, "Concurrent training." I'm like, "Awesome, cool." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "So you and I can just ask a bunch of questions, <laughs> and that'll probably bring some comedic relief yeah. to the podcast." <laughs> oh, I love it. So tell us about concurrent training. All right, so real quickly, we're just going to dive into, like, breaking a program down. So, like, when you start making a program for somebody, right, uh-huh. first thing you want to do is a needs analysis. What, is, what does this person need? What are they about to do? you got to have goals, right? Because mm-hmm. if we don't have goals, we have nowhere to start. We're just throwing weights around for no reason. Okay, so once we describe our goals, what we want to go with, then we're going to go into the exercises, right? It can be specific strength, general strength. Specific is, like, if you're an Olympic lifter, you do Olympic lifts, that specific general strength is just general strength training. Strengthen your legs up, strengthen your arms up. So you're hitting more general is, strength. Right, which is what I'd be doing. More yes, general more strength. general strength because you're just generally getting stronger. Yeah. Uh, frequency, and you can change that to who's, who's training. Beginners usually two to three times a week. Uh, intermediate, three to four, and then okay. four to seven for, like, advanced. And that can increase over time, right? Like, you're doing five days. Yeah. Yep. You're doing five fine. days a week? Advanced. You're, adva- well, you, you're an advanced. You started, you started the first four weeks at four. Yeah. Now you're hitting five days. So yep. look at you. You're advanced. Well, there's like 24-inch pythons right there. Yeah, Something man. like that. Yeah. Something you have like to measure those out. I think I think the bridge tracker has a body composition thing, so you might have to measure those and Does it? show me I mean, they're, show me what you got. My guns are uh, <laughs> They're not quite... Uh, Two two three yet, but they're they're <laughs> definitely a good solid t- twenty two rimfire. <laughs> oh man! So that's where we figure out frequency. You have other things like the order of the exercises, right? Load and reps, volume of that, and then rest in between sets. Okay. And that all comes into breaking down the program. Yeah. So that's pretty basic, kind of small talk of that. But concurrent training, 
what this means is it is resistance training and endurance training at the same time. And okay. this is kind of how I, my philosophy goes, right? I, I do resistance training and endurance training. Um, a lot of people in the old school uh, weight realm kind of are like, no, this is like voodoo. Um, if you do anything like walking, climbing steps, even getting your heart rate up a little bit, you're going to lose all your gains. Right. So so kind of the thought there is by doing aerobic or running or whatever, you would lose your muscle mass or gains that you would be getting Correct. from strength. Yeah. I'm, and I'm going to show my ignorance right here. Resistance training. What is resistance training? Anything where you have weight added That's what to I thought. you okay. and you're going against gravity. Yep. Yeah. So we're talking that. Weightlifting. Yep. Okay, cool. Weightlifting versus running. Okay. More or less. Or, yeah, any In type of. simple terms. Heart rate training, yeah. Yeah. swimming, swimming, running, bike, skier. sleds, stuff like that. Okay. Rower. So back in the day, it was basically like, man, if you want to make big gains and be a body builder or Olympic lifter, like you don't do the. Yeah, you move weight. Okay. You That's move it. weight and weight alone. And vice versa, if you were a runner, you just ran. You just ran. Yep. You see, that would be thought, a specific strength, they right? They thought resistance would slow you down or. Yeah. So not even that. It's just they believe that the, you know, when you're when you're going to so most of these guys right they're powerlifters right so like they're having that specific strength so they didn't need to be like in shape dudes right but studies are showing now that it's good to have it's going to increase your recovery time it's going to increase like lactate thresholds and stuff like that so by doing both by doing both yeah having some type of cardiovascular base underneath you you can i mean you feel it right yeah like you can get back to a set quicker yep. and you can move more weight now um and, like, they all did that because, you know, now it's kind of like a badge of honor still. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'd vomit if I did any type of cardio. Like, not me personally, but, like, the power lifter guys is like, nah, I don't know if I do that, man. I, cardio's not my thing. So a lot of people get freaked out about cardio. And I get they, freaked out about cardio. <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> does. Talking yeah. about it right now, I'm freaked <laughs> out about sweaty. it. Are you a runner? <laughs> do I look like a runner? <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. No, running and me don't go too well together, but... So let's break down into the old, like, what's going on and why people believe that, like, at the cellular level, it's not good to do resistance and endurance training at the same time. Um, when we do resistance training, there's an up spike in rapamycin complex one. Right. Or yep. mTOR, as we talked a little bit earlier. mTOR. mTOR. Which- yeah, it makes me think of Minotaur. <laughs> yeah, I know, like strong. <laughs> Minotaur. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Think, think of it that way. I was thinking yeah. Minotaur. <laughs> so this basically is uh, exercise induces muscle protein synthesis through okay. this response. Um, basically, it goes from, it tells the DNA to go to the, R, the mRNA, um, take that to the ribosome, and it's translated into new protein. Okay. So protein synthesis, it's an anabolic, uh, what do you know, mechanism, if you so, want to do. So yeah. mTOR, mTOR is what helps you build muscle. Yes. And does it, it, it does a lot of does other it things build too. proteins or does it take the proteins and like, all I remember is like back in college, I took a very simple exercise science course and it was like <laughs> myosin and actin and ATP and that's the extent of my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like the mTOR is going to be like a, it's they call it a translation 
it's like things get translated. So it's basically telling when this is released, it can be translated into other things too. There's other like hormones that get released and stuff like that. But when mTOR is basically being a master regulator, it's translating into the mRNA to change and make new protein. So okay. it's basically building new protein with amino acids and all that kind of stuff and okay. fun stuff to break down. So that's the anabolic pro- process of it. So Lifting weights, good. We increase our mTOR, makes new proteins. This is awesome. Now, on the flip side of that, we have AMP-activated protein kinase, or AMPK. So this is going to be an energy sensor for uh, when ATP is hydrolyzed. Um, It's increased when you increase this kind of activity with, like, endurance training, running, any type of things where you're getting your heart rate up for a longer period of time, uh, you're increasing your AMPK. Now... This is a catabolic response to what's going on in your body. So the old, right, catabolic's not good, break down, anabolic building. So makes sense, right? Like you can't have both. Right. Old studies showed, or the old belief was that. Old school of thought. Yeah, old school of thought was if you are wanting to increase mTOR, you just resistance train. Resistance train. (laughs) Resistance train. (laughs) Um, And if you wanted to do endurance training, that would increase yeah. your AMPK. Not, I mean, no one's purposely like, yep, really going to go into the gym today and increase my AMPK. So let's do that. Yeah. Um, I'm saying it now. Yeah. You're going to start going in there every day. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to what, Karen. Yeah, Karen. Yeah. See how she likes that. Our gym owner. There yep. you go. Um, but it was believed to be a inverse response, right? So if you if you did resist or uh, resistance training, <laughs> if you did resistance training and endurance training you would have a spike in ampk which would mitigate your mtor response basically okay. saying increase in ampk decrease in mtor not good so right? increase in the ampk catabolic is decreasing the mtor which means less muscle growth yes you're mitigating muscle growth right and that was the right. popular belief back in the now day now that they believe that it go the other way too like if you were a runner but you'd start lifting heavy that it would decrease decrease the ampk or uh, is it so that wasn't it was it wasn't a response for ampk on any other end cuz yeah. resisted resisted resistance training <laughs> god i have a hard i'm a strength coach and i have a hard time with that term right. that's bad Resistance training. Well, uh, you just need to coin a new term, <laughs> trademark. There's a bunch of words Strength. that I can't Strength <laughs> training. Yeah. There's words that I know I can't say. I just come up with a different word. I like that. I might have to adopt that. Yeah. It might be fun just to say resistance training all the time. So, um, man, wow, it's sad. <laughs> That's what you're going to be known for, man. Yeah. Resist- this is the resistance coach. <laughs> You just need to make a TikTok and just always introduce there yourself as resistance. Hi, I'm Sean Frost, and you write for some resistance training. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So strength training. Uh, strength training. Strength training. Reduce strength it training. to that, yeah. <laughs> strength training actually helps out your cardiovascular base, right? If you're stronger, it's going to actually help in uh, your endurance training, okay. right? Stronger legs, right? Yeah. Now, on the flip side of it, it was believed that, you know, too much endurance training isn't good for strength training. So Arnold Schwarzenegger was not doing endurance training back in the day. Negative. Okay. Yeah. He, I mean, he might, like, climb a stepper or something like that. And yeah. 
but a lot of that stuff, no. Not doing resistance or uh, resistance training. Resistance <laughs> training only. Strength training. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Minotaur training. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. New term. <laughs> there Minotaur we go. training. Minotaur training. I like it. But what we've come to find out through this is it's not. <laughs> You're right over there, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just can't stop, man. I can't now stop. We, now it's got to be a Savage Gems resistance Resist- training. Savage strength. Resistance <laughs> training. Come oh. get resistance. Oh. We got all the weights. But it's not an inverse re- relationship, right? Okay. So if I do strength train, it'll increase my mTOR. Yeah. And if I resistance train, I did it that time. <laughs> that was go. good. That was good. Uh, with the endurance training at the same time, I will spike my AMPK levels, but my mTOR is still elevated, not yeah. the opposite, right? Okay. So, so now what's the advantage to having both, to having the AMPK higher and your mTOR not decreasing, not being depleted? So it's not really... Or when did they start realizing that it doesn't do that? Because, I mean, the old school thought was... If you increase your AMPK, then that's going to decrease. I, it's a lot. A lot of like concurrent trainings. Pr- it's pretty new. Like, there's not a lot of like n- people out there back. Then. I mean, there's still like old school powerlifter types, right? Like, and not a lot of people are doing um, that kind of stuff. But then, I it kind of stinks. But CrossFit kind of like people started seeing that, and they're like, "Wait a second, this is 2011. These people are like getting buff and fit." Yeah. So, like, I mean, I hate to like kudos to crossfit but dang it but i mean yeah <laughs> but no yeah it's, it's done a good thing that's exactly what i thought of when you said that because i was thinking uh those guys run with weights and yeah like, so like they people are kind of seeing this and they're like you got the fronting types out there and they're like maybe this is possible to do mm-hmm. this right and it's all about it's it goes back to breaking down the program needs analysis and you know, it's a com- it's a competitive sport, so they're seeing that if you do it correctly and you properly train, they're slowly seeing that hey, you can do resistance training and endurance training at the same time. Yeah, uh, and and people are still fighting this too. Yeah, because I just read I read an article when you were telling me what we were talking about today, and I was like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> like I first, you know, I Google search it and like read and the first article I read. It's like. You need to have separate training days, and they will offset each other. <laughs> and I'm like, so it's still. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure Sean's going to say the opposite of that. So like, so there are people who are still trying to. F- oh yeah. Fight that. Now, like, if I wanted You're to go to yeah, if I wanted to be the strongest I've ever been in my life, and like just go to a powerlifting meet, would it be smart to concurrent train? No, it goes back to right. that specific strength. I should go hit what's going to be used, right? Bench, squat, deadlift, yeah. like, and train that. You can still do it, but it, it all comes down to like timing and that whole needs analysis, right? Like yeah. you should look ahead, not like, well, what am I going to do this week? It should be like, all right, I have this thing coming up in X amount of weeks, and this is what I want to do. Like I can build my cardio base and my strength, and then as I work towards my goal, I reduce one and increase the other. Yeah. It's basically, hey. like I say, two weeks out, right? Like, that's what we're, like, we're always training our stuff. But, like, if someone's like, hey, you got to get as strong as possible, then we're like, okay, we'll reduce our cardiovascular training and increase our strength. So, hey, I got the best example for concurrent training. And let's hear it. All right. Back in the day, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Four. Yeah. Yeah. 
endurance and strength, man. He was going to fight the Russian, man. He's got to go get him. Concurrent training. <laughs> yeah, boxer probably. I mean, a Rocky, that's a good example, I guess. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone, man. Yeah. He's a beast. He's a, you know, I, a beast. I read one time that, I forget who it was, his trainer said, like, he was probably, like, a guy who trained a lot of people, like some serious dude, said Sylvester Stallone was the most disciplined guy he's ever trained and said, like, if he wanted to do something, he could have done anything. Like, he could have been, like, world's strongest man. Like, he was just so disciplined. But, yeah, Rocky Four, that dude was cut, and he had strength. And endurance. He had it all. He had it all. <laughs> I was, uh, so I've been listening to a podcast. This is one of the uh, more recent Joe Rogan, and I think it's Dr. Peter, is it Atia? I, I think so. No. You got me. Oh, yeah, I don't I know. I don't know what his no, last Justin, name is. That's not it. But um, <laughs> if if you watch or listen, you'll know what I'm talking about. But he actually is a doctor, and like his focus is on like how can we improve longevity. So, and you know, his main thing is like the the best thing you can do to improve longevity is to exercise. I think that's the best thing you can do. And you know, his things were you know not the specific thing. It was the you have to have a balance of cardio and yeah. strength. Like, and, I mean, you do have to have muscle mass, too, because as you get older, your muscle mass will deteriorate. So mm-hmm. you need to have some muscle mass. Yeah. But strength is a far greater measurable for success in, um, in aging and, and than anything. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting. Like, some of the things were, like, you had to take a step like stepping down. So falling is a big thing as you get older and stuff. And it's easier to get hurt as you're falling and you lose a lot of strength. So on like the eccentric motion is when like people will. So concentric would be like flexing. Eccentric would be like going the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and that eccentric motion, there's not enough strength there, especially in, in older people. So if you can, if you can improve that, then your chances of falling is decrease, which means longevity. So, mm-hmm. but you know, it was very in line with the things that he was saying on the podcast. It was like, huh, like this is kind of like the program that Sean has set up for me of strength and cardio kind of combined, which is what you want for overall health and fitness. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I mean, what you're saying is it all comes down to at that very first breaking down the program. What are the needs? What are the goals? And then you build the program from there. But like you would say, like generally, most people are gonna want to do both. Like generally, if it's if yeah. it's like if I if I come to you and say, hey, I just want to become like the nastiest powerlifter, just like jacked dude. I'm you're gonna be building a program more resi- resistance training, resistance training, training other than endurance. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like it, it's all about specificity. I can say that, but I can't say <laughs> resistance training. I don't even want to try to say that. One. <laughs> specificity. So yeah, man, you got to build me a program then. I'm down. I want to do it. We'll get we'll on right I'll get after you this. Set up with bridge we'll, tracker. Bridge tracker. Yeah. Just, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, this has been super interesting for me. So, especially like, I know when I would do training, like I would have a cardio day. You know, that was very traditional, like a strength day, cardio day, Mm -hmm. strength day, cardio day. Yeah. So if you did five days a week, you did cardio two or three days and strength the same, two or three days and change. But like the way that you have it incorporated is like I'm doing all this in one day. 
Yeah. Um, and it's it's a uh, it's more realistic too of like situations that you're going to be in in real life of the cardio is not run twenty miles. Right. It's you know good bursts of cardio or something i i don't know you could explain it better than me. no you're, you're right it's just like you know cardio like this goes back to that like inappropriate programming right like yeah if you don't program it right for the person that's running it it can go very badly like you can overtrain yeah i mean it's not very often that people actually do overtrain but inappropriately programmed stuff Get goes rhabdo, bad right yeah well that's just like someone doesn't train at all and then they go crazy and then drink a bunch know. of alcohol i know so, i know someone who got rhabdo. oh really like they like yeah. work out all the time we both do yeah. legit yeah same guy wow yeah. he got rhabdo basically he pink. did he did murph the, oh, wow. that crossfit where, where you run a mile i don't know it's something crazy it's a crazy number he, of you like run a mile ups. it's like a it's it's one mile run Pull ups, push up squats. 100, 100 pull ups. 100 pull ups. 200 push ups, 300 squats. I and think. then another or they're mile. Or like flipped and then another mile. With a yeah. 20 pound vest. Which is a, it's a doable workout. A lot of people do it if you're at that level. Where someone can get rhabdo is like, if you're like, ah, I've been eating Cheetos my whole life and I think I'm going to work out. And you're like, Murph, is it? No, he's he's he was in pretty good shape. He's in pretty good shape and got it. Yes. Dang. Yeah. Yes. What was yeah. he doing? Did he do something a little extra? I don't know. He might have. Yeah. Who he's knows? like, I'm going to wear six vests. Yeah. He, I don't know, I don't know, but I'm, he, I'm he not did. sure. I just That's know because uh, he worked at the he works at the CrossFit gym and he's there every day and yeah. uh, for years. So. Yeah, he must be running some crazy program. He's like, oh, I'll jump on that too. Yeah, why not? I, I don't. Know. Yeah, who but knows? yeah, it's a realistic who knows thing. what he did, you know, the day prior or whatever. Too. If you don't know what rhabdo know. is, it's rhabdomyolysis, and it's basically when you pee out your muscles. That's <laughs> basically what's happening. Your pee looks like Coke. Wow, like Coca Cola. And what it's dude, I would super painful. Most uh, people get hospitalized. He did. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he did. Yeah. He did. Pretty wild. Yeah. Can't even imagine that. I think I would just uh cry. Oh yeah. I definitely <laughs> probably would. <laughs> I'd freak out. Oh my gosh. Moment I start like, put peeing, me under. Put me under. The moment I start peeing Coca Cola, like <laughs> red flags. <laughs> probably before. I uh, red flags are obviously up before. I yeah. don't think I'm a serious candidate for rhabdo anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a high risk right now with my uh, endurance of walking uh, from to that office to that office. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, properly, tra- properly training, good programming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. I th- are we good? We're good on the main good. Frosty, segment. thank you for talking hey. to us about – Minotaurs and uh, <laughs> resistance, resistance training, and now we know resistance. that endurance at the same time. Now we know that we need to get you a shirt that says "Resistance Coach" on the back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get that. That's gonna be nice. That's gonna be my one shirt for uh, coaching. Resistance That'd be coach. great. Resistance That'd coach. be great. Now I'm gonna be saying it like that all the time. Just like we could <laughs> get some resistance. Sean has hooked me up with a resistance program. <laughs> <laughs> Doing pretty well. It's awesome. But all right. Well, that's been a, that's been good for the manly things subject. Now we are moving on to the six five, and Justin has it. And it's funny because it's been a month, and I texted you today like, "Hey, are you doing this?" He said, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what that means. What I have nothing prepared. Hey, you know what? It's all good, man. Well, you know this is actually kind of a good thing. So it made me, you know, start to 
pay more attention here in the last few weeks. I'm just going to be honest and straight up with everyone. I have not been nearly as dedicated or into reading my Bible um, or doing devotions, period, disc, like, disc. like I should. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And you, I can definitely tell a difference mm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so tonight, I was actually, I'm on the way home, and I'm like, I got to have something. And so, <laughs> what do I do? I go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going on YouTube and typing in men's devotional. That's <laughs> that's actually pretty much exactly what I wrote. <laughs> and what one of the things that pops up is Tony Evans. Yes. So I'm like, great. I, I love, love Tony, Tony Evans. Evans. If Me you don't too. know who Tony Evans is, Google him and just watch some videos. Yeah. And you'll like Tony Evans. Yep. So he started talking, and one of the things that we'll just start with this is um, some people, most many people have heard of the armor of God. Right. And so there, I'll just read this uh, quickly. This is Ephesians 6, uh, starting at verse 13. Therefore put on, the, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth, buckled around your waist with a breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the helmet of salvation and Tony Evans is talking about this and, you know, talk about this helmet and why are you wearing a helmet? You're wearing a helmet to guard. What are you guarding? Your mind, your head, and the things that try to get in there, the mm-hmm. thoughts. And um, so it was a lot of, and, and this little devotional that Tony Evans was t- talking about was, how do we have these positive thoughts? How do we not let our mind become... become uh, uh, what's the word I want to use here? Man, I'm awful. Impressionable? I guess impressionable or um, just somewhat bad things getting susceptible? into your mind. Susceptible? Susceptible uh, to, to things from the same outside. Thing impressionable. <laughs> and, you know, some of the things he said is, you know, our thoughts are worldly. Mm-hmm. So we will, on our own, will have no good thoughts. Mm-hmm. Or, or not that we won't have good thoughts, but... Our thoughts compared to God's thoughts are as far away, and there's a verse in here, and I had it written down, and my phone's not working, so it's I'm not going to read it. It was a good one, though. But it was a good verse talking about how you know our thoughts are as far away from God's thoughts as the heavens are from the earth. Yeah. And so, how do we become to think more like more like God, have more godly thoughts? And the way to do that is through the Word. So God's word, you know, this is what God is saying or God has told people to say or something of that nature. The way to have those thoughts are to put those, put the word into our mind. Mm -hmm. So reading the Bible, which I've not been doing, you know, and so obviously my thoughts have not been godly. They've not been the best. You get negative, whatever it may be. Um, But. So that's like the first step of it. And it made me think of like, you really have to make, and and the other part was making a very conscientious effort. And there's a verse about this too, of 
to make sure that we're fighting and battling all these negative thoughts that are coming, like making sure that we're making and we're having positive thoughts. So like kick out the bad ones. As soon as they hit, you know, you got to start thinking Jesus, you know? Um, and, and that's easier to say than, than to do, but I do remember. So for me, one day, I can only ever remember doing this one day and actually being successful for an entire day of every thought in my head was a praise, a thank you, a something positive, something positive, um, you know, to, to God. And, you know, it was a day that I was, it was actually a crappy day. So I was working and, uh, we were pushing out some basement walls of a foundation. And in order to do that, you have to dig around side, around the bottom of the house and the, and the foundation and those basement walls from the outside. And you have to dig all that out. And then you push those walls out, pour concrete down the cores of the block, and then it keeps everything in place. Well, this particular time, it had rained a bunch. So with all that rain there is uh, the ground begins to settle and then I'm down below, you know, and all of a sudden I can hear the ground starting to settle Mm. and it's kind of a freaky noise of this is above your head or right around head level. It's right beside you. And here comes hundreds of pounds of dirt. Yeah. And so you better get out of the way. So I, you know, I run out of the way and boom, all this dirt falls. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, thank you, God, for for saving me. Thank you for letting me hear that the ground was coming apart and going to fall on me right where I was standing. And then it was like, I got to shove all this out now. So it's thank you, God, for giving me the ability to be able to do this. Like, I know this isn't fun, but I'm thankful. So that whole day I had those kinds of thoughts. And even it was a crappy day, like, it should have been. I like I had the most positive attitude, mm-hmm. and so my goal this week, from this week, uh, actually, I'll go ahead and uh, a week's maybe day, <laughs> maybe tomorrow, <laughs> maybe I'll just try it tomorrow. <laughs> let's let's be realistic, but is to at least a day this week, surround myself and think those positive thoughts as much as I possibly can. Um, and then get into the word so I can have those more, I hate to say the word like godly thoughts, but I guess more or less that's what it is. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you may have a better way of explaining that than what I just did a very poor job <laughs> no, of. Man, no, man, that was very good. I mean, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, that's why they're called spiritual disciplines, just like yeah. any other kind of discipline, even like working out. Like if you don't do it. You know, the, the the spiritual muscles, per se, are going to get weak. Um, that's why it's discipline, because it takes a lot, man. And uh, we've all been there. We've all been there, uh, lacked on it, and I, I've been there as well. So, Yeah, so that's that's kind of the word I know. I was really long-winded and did a horrible job of explaining. <laughs> oh, um, man, but you were good. When uh, the car ride home <laughs> is, is where I'm getting the material, <laughs> then I... Uh, to be expected. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very good, man. Well, I appreciate the word. And uh, Frosty, we, we appreciate you being on tonight and uh, talking to us about concurrent training. And I'm looking forward to building a program. Yeah, man. We can uh, 
find Frosty on Instagram at Savage Strength. Yes, sir. Um, you can DM him. And get in the DM. Slide into his slide DMs. Into the DMs. For some uh, resistance for, training. For some resistance training. <laughs> He'll build you a program for, for a cost. Yeah. And He'll do it. He'll do it. I will. You can find us on Manly Things on Instagram and on Facebook. That's right. And uh, share this out. That's all I got. That's all we got. (laughs) And remember to always stay manly.